Good evening. Yeah, so uh, thank you so much for, for coming out today and uh, this evening to worship the name of the Lord. Amen. Yeah, so uh, we are called Voices of Zambia from Africa, Zambia, and uh, from Ambassador International University. That's where the three of the men we graduated from, and uh, we are trained to be church leaders and, and pastors. So uh, let, let me just introduce the, the team. His name is Simon, and he's Obi. She's Ida. She's my wife. And I'm David. So we, we are going to share some songs with you this evening. Uh, some of the songs will be in, uh, will be in uh, Bemba. And uh, just like uh, Pastor John said, we have 72 languages back home. So the songs will be in one of those, one, one of those languages. So if uh, you know any of those songs in Bemba uh, that will be singing, please sing along with us. And... Uh, any song that is in English, please uh, feel free to join us and let's praise the name of the Lord together this evening. So uh, this moment we start with a song that is in Bemba. Uh, uh, this song is called Parfum to Fiance. It is in Bemba, like he said, uh, which simply means I'm grateful, Lord, for all that you have done in my life. So enjoy the song. Kuru mumwe wandi kanjeshe 
second song simply says Mwele Sawesu. This is the song that I I sing with the team uh, simply when I'm trying to look at what God has done in my life, which I believe all of us in the room, we have every reason to praise the Lord for. But but basically we praise him for because he, he created the heavens and the earth and then he created all of us. So that's worth it to praise him for. So Oh, cool. 
again, my name is, is David, and uh, I would love to share my testimony with you this evening. And how I came to know uh, Christ as my Lord and, and Savior. I was born in a, in a non-Christian family. My family was uh, not a Christian family. So my family, we, we gave so much respect to the powers of spirits. So we, we worshipped idols and gave so much respect to, to spirits. So uh, growing up, I remember uh, every morning and every night when I was growing up, my grandmother and, and my mom, they had some images in the house that uh, they had put in the house. So we would go and bow down to them uh, every day uh, in expectance of health and protection. So as, as a family, we did that for years. Uh, but thank God, in the year 2006, a certain preacher came uh, in, uh, in, in our area and um, he, he organized a crusade, and they organized a crusade, and, and a very good friend of mine came and invited me to, to attend that crusade that evening. We went there, and uh, I remember the, the pastor was preaching from the book of Joshua, chapter 2, where we find the story of a prostitute named Lehab. How her family was not uh, destroyed when the destruction for Jericho came because she had to heed to the words that she was taught by the spies. I remember the, the pastor saying the grace of God is sufficient to save anyone. It doesn't matter how long you have stayed in sin, but God is faithful and just to forgive. I remember that night uh, struggling within myself uh, because, of, uh, because of my past. Uh, my, my dad uh, rejected me when I was two days old, and uh, my mom committed suicide when I was 10. So with, with a lot of challenges you know, that night, I was still struggling within myself. And then he, the pastor continued to preach, and then he said that God loves you. That was the first time that I've ever, ever heard the word love, that somebody really loved me. By the conviction of the Holy Spirit that night, I gave my life to Christ. Jesus Christ changed my life that night. I never worshipped idols anymore, but uh, worship and serve the living God, Jesus Christ. He gave me the opportunity to study his word at Ambassador International University, which I'm so grateful, and uh, to be a pastor in the near future. Grateful for the opportunity. So we are going to sing a song, which is in Bemba, again. The song simply says, Lesa Mawama, meaning God, you are good. And what kind of words can I use to describe your goodness? So I play the song. Mucho walifechi bebe, dario mucho walifechi bebe, nomba de esa muerte, mucho mucho mucho, de esa muerte, mucho
allow me to express my gratitude to the senior pastor. I was told that uh, he was not going to make it. But I do also understand that uh, we have some, uh, we have one associate pastor which I want to also extend my gratitude to you and also to the church leadership and also the church membership for coming to the service this evening. And so, when we venture into spirituality, begin to understand some biblical concepts, what you begin to realize is that um, in the redemptive plan of God, we see ourselves, believers, fitting in that redemptive plan. And I know that I'm talking to the audience 
that believe in God. But also I do understand that this is a church that does not only accommodate believers, but also non-believers. If you are in the house and you are saying, well, brother, I'm here. I came to church, to the service, because I know that God can change my life. I want to speak to you this evening that uh, with God, it's always never, ever too late. It simply takes a step of faith for you to give your life to him. And then God is going to receive you. But of course, to us believers, it is as well important to understand that we save the God who rewards. And so tonight, I'll be speaking to you about God who honors his work. And if God honors his work, which means all of us sitting in this room and everything we do in the church, outside the church, as long as that little piece of work honors him, then you have to know that God honors that as well. And because of that, the scripture says he's going to reward you for that. And so if that is the case, which means we are saying that our labor is not in vain. And so as I take you through some you know, biblical passages tonight, I just want you to see how the scripture promises all of us who save in the body of Christ. And this is the, the confidence that we have apart from, you know, the, the benefit of salvation, which all of us, we have benefited because we came to know the Lord as our personal savior. But also there is an issue of works. We understand that we are not saved because of our works. But also we cannot neglect the fact that works are part of our lives. Because we save, we speak the word of God, but as well we speak physically. We help people physically, but also we help people spiritually. And so this evening I want you to join me in the book of Revelations. Revelation 22, if you are able to. And so I will take a reading from verse 12. And verse 12 says, And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. Behold, I am coming quickly. We came to the States. It's been two months, some weeks now, and the trip is almost coming to an end. And in this trip, one of the things that really gives me confidence as I save is not only trying to raise awareness and support for the students back home, but I'm also confident that the work that I do 
God has promised me that he's going to reward me for that. And so because of that, I try by all means to align my life in that promise. Because sometimes what people promises us sometimes may not come to pass. But what God has promised really comes to pass. We believe in the scripture as the word of God. And if the scripture is the word of God, which means God does not lie. Or he does not go against himself. What he has spoken, that surely it will be like that. And so that's my confidence. That's what keeps me going. Which I believe all of us, we are serving on whatever level you are serving the Lord. You might be the usher. You might be doing whatever that you are doing in the house of the Lord. I want you to do that piece of work with due diligence. Because you are not doing that piece of work so that somebody can see that you are doing that work. But you you are doing that piece of work because you know that at a proper time, God is going to reward you. And so if that is the case, then we are saying there is no room to give up. Because Christianity is a life that takes us to the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so in our day-to-day walk with the Lord, in our daily routines, as we serve God, I'm speaking to your hearts this evening that there is no room to surrender. Because when God comes, he's going to ask all of us how we are utilizing this time for his glory and for his kingdom. And if you are a believer, I also do understand that God gave to each one of us a spiritual gift to execute, to represent him well, because that's what we see in the book of Acts. We are to be his witnesses in all places where we belong. So within the the spectrum of God rewarding people for whatever they do in the the church, I want to also remind you what Paul says in Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. He says, let us not grow weary in doing what is good. Because at a proper time, you shall reap the harvest if you do not give up. That's what Paul says when he was talking to the church in Garasha. I want to read another passage, and that is uh, Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. It says, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name 
in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. So the writer of the book of Hebrews reminds the, again the, 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 the believers. He tells them that for God is not unjust to forget your work. He is not unjust to forget your work. And so we, we take pressure in that as believers. Because now I know that when I'm serving him, at a proper time, he's going to reward me for that due diligence piece of work. And so friends, this evening, I don't want to keep you long, but I just came to remind you not to give up the good work that you are doing. Paul in Ephesians chapter 2 reminds, reminded the Ephesians beginning from verse 10 when he taught them to say for we are God's handwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which he prepared before time. Now when Paul mentions good works he was simply talking about the works that each one of us is supposed to do by virtue of being a believer. And Paul does not point to the, to the creation account in Genesis, but he was simply talking about the life that we have by virtue of coming to faith in Jesus Christ. But then he says, we are God's hand were created to do good works. Which to me, sounds sound good because if we are created for that reason, if we came to know Christ as our personal savior, and then he says, well, there are some good works that we are supposed to do for him. And at the, at the end of the day, he tells me, well, if you save him until the end, he's going to reward you for that. Well, we take pleasure in that as, as believers because we serve God who rewards. If that is the case, then there is no room to give up. I believe each one of us, if we wanted, we could, have made, we could have been doing something else by now. You know, but we chose to come to this assembly this evening to honor him. This is all part of the sacrifice that we do. Because Paul talks about that in Romans 12. Give yourselves as a living sacrifice, as pleasing unto the Lord. And so, friends, we serve a God who rewards his people. Serve him with due diligence. Do not lose hope. Do not give up. It may not be the same. Things may be tough. As we walk with the Lord every day, as we serve him, things may be tough. Things may not go the same way we would have, have them go. But my word tonight is may we find strength in God. May we find encouragement in the word of God. May we find joy. May we endure this life. It's very interesting because when Jesus was talking to the disciples in John 
chapter 16, Jesus acknowledged the fact that in this world, there is tribulations. That's what he told them. He said, in this world there shall be tribulations, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. And so as we serve him day by day, we're going to face oppositions. And of course, in our time today, it may be different from their time, because in the time of the of their disciples who later became apostles, their challenge was persecution. But then Jesus told them, take heart. In the face of persecution, in the face of opposition, take heart. Because I have overcome the world. Now, our challenge today may be different as we serve the Lord. We may face opposition. We do face opposition as we walk with the Lord every day. That's why today in different countries, the gospel is still opposed. That's why we have so many religions today. That's why we have so many people who oppose the gospel. But then even in the midst of that opposition, the scripture keeps on telling us, reminding us, take heart. Because Jesus overcame the world. And so, take heart in your daily walk with the Lord. Take heart. In case of whatever persecution may come, whatever opposition, whatever it is, people may insult you. The scripture talks about about that. It says, if you are insulted for my name's sake. So which means we may be insulted for his name's sake. But we are not to be snatched away from the love of God. We are not to be snatched by the occurrences of the world. I do understand that we live in the world of anything goes. Today you have this, tomorrow you have another, the other day you experience the other thing. But then even in the midst of all those negative occurrences that does not glorify the Lord, the Bible keeps on telling us, take heart, steadfast, keep watch, because you are in the rest. That's what the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 12, that we are in the rest. But then he tells the believers to put aside every sin that ensnares them from walking with him. And so we have to keep watch as we look forward to this to this. You know, Jesus who is coming to reward all of us. It's going to be a joyous day. It's going to be a celebration to receive the reward from him. But then this cause for continuity. Just like I shared, this cause for continuity because we face opposition. Sometimes people may not even welcome us. We go to speak to people who may not even welcome our messages. We speak to nations that does not welcome our messages. But even in the face of that, still the scripture tells us that we are to endure. We are to be steadfast. We are to keep watch. Friends, 
Jesus is coming to reward all of us. And right now, I just want to tell you that do not give up. Be steadfast. Keep watch. Serve the Lord with due diligence. In the time of difficulties, do not allow yourself to be led by the devil. Stay in the word so you may know how to fight the fight when the devil comes to you. So there is no room to give up. You're doing a great job to serve him and it's going to reward all of us for the job that we are doing for his name's sake. May the Lord bless his word. applause for tonight. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you, Obi, for the exhortations from God's word to stay steadfast, to remember that Jesus is coming soon. So as we end here, I just want to remind us of one truth that Paul says at the end of Philippians 3. He's talking about enemies of the cross, which Obi was mentioning. This is what he says at the end of Philippians chapter 3. For many of whom I have often told you, now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. Now listen to this part, because this puts us all in the same category. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Here's the deal. Citizens of America, right? Citizens of Zambia. Citizens of heaven. For one day, God will transform all of our lowly bodies, right? And we await to praise our Savior, Jesus Christ, as we've done tonight, all together, all peoples, all tribes, all nations, all languages, all tongues, together as one to praise Christ. We may be citizens of different countries, but we are citizens of heaven together. Amen? Amen. Let me pray, and then we'll be done. Uh, Again, I encourage you to go out to their table. Uh, I'm assuming you guys will be back there as we make our way out there. Um, One more time, let's just give them a round of applause and thank thank them for, for what they've done tonight. Let's pray. Father, you are so good to us. Thank you for this group that you've brought here. Thank you for the encouragement that they were to us. Lord, help us to be an encouragement to them as they finish up their trip and lead uh, lead them safely back uh, to Zambia. Thank you for the university there and the work that it's doing. Lord, pray that you bless it, uh, you prosper that ministry, and that more... um, People in Zambia will will be heading into the pastorate uh, by your grace um, and for your glory. 
So Lord, help us to stay steadfast, help us to be earthly or heavenly minded. As we remember, our citizenship is not here on this earth, and we are not focused on earthly things, but that our citizenship is in heaven as we await you, our Savior, Lord. So keep us longing and groaning for that day, um, and keep us uh, to do the work for which you have prepared us before the foundations of the world, that you may be glorified, that you may be honored, that you may be exalted and lifted high. It's in your son's name that we pray this. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys.